0: Section 9 of Cassell's Vegetarian Cookery. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Cassell's Vegetarian Cookery by Arthur Gay Payne. Chapter 3 Savory Rice Macaroni, Oatmeal, etc. Rice probably all persons will admit that rice is a too much neglected form of food in england when we remember how small a quantity of rice weekly is found sufficient to keep alive millions and millions of our fellow creatures in the east it seems to be a matter of regret that rice as an article of food is not more used by the thousands and thousands of our fellow creatures in the east not in the ordinary acceptation of the term but east of temple bar rice is cheap nourishing easily cooked and equally easily digested yet that monster custom seems to step in and prevent the bulk of the poor availing themselves of this light and nourishing food solely for the reason that as their grandfathers and grandmothers did not eat rice before them they do not see any reason why they should like the irishman who objected to have his feet washed on the same ground of the different kinds of rice carolina is the best the largest and the most expensive patna rice is almost as good the grains are long small and white and it is the best rice for curry madras rice is the cheapest rice pure and simple is the food most suited for hot climates and where a natural indolence of disposition results in one's day's work of an ordinary englishman being divided among twenty people as we move towards more temperate zones it will be found the universal custom to qualify it by mixing it with some other substance thus though rice is largely eaten in italy it is almost invariably used in conjunction with parmesan cheese rice contains no flesh-forming properties whatever as it contains no nitrogen and with all due respect to vegetarians it will be found that as we recede from the equator and advance toward the poles, our food must of necessity vary with the latitude and whereas we may start on a diet of rice we shall be forced sooner or later to depend upon a diet of pemmican or food of a similar nature rice to boil the best method of boiling rice is at any rate a much disputed point if not an open question there are as many ways almost of boiling rice as dressing a salad and each one thinks his own way the best we will mention a few of the most simple and will illustrate it by boiling a small quantity that can be contained in a teacup of course boiling rice is very much simplified if you want some rice water as well as rice itself rice water contains a great deal of nourishment a fact which is well illustrated by the well-known story of the black troops who served in india under clive who at the siege of arcot told clive when they were short of provisions that the water in which the rice was boiled would be sufficient for them while the more substantial grain could be preserved for the european troops take a teacupful of rice and wash the rice in several waters till the water ceases to be discolored now throw the rice into boiling water say a quart let the rice boil gently till it is tender strain off the rice and reserve the rice water for other purposes the time rice will take to boil treated this way would be probably about twenty minutes but this time would vary slightly with the quality and size of the rice many years ago we watched a black man boiling rice on board a p and o boat the mizapor he proceeded as follows he boiled the rice for about ten minutes or perhaps a minute or two longer strained it off in a sieve and then washed the rice with cold water and then put the rice back in the stew pan to once more get hot and swell of course this rice was being boiled for curry and certainly the result was that each grain was beautifully separated from every other grain we do not think however that this method of boiling rice is customary on all the boats of the p and o company of course this method of boiling rice was somewhat wasteful by far the most economical method of boiling rice is as follows and we would recommend it to all who are in the habit of practicing economy on the grounds of either duty or necessity wash thoroughly as before a teacupful of rice and put it in a small stew pan or saucepan with two breakfast cupfuls of water bring this to a boil and let it boil for ten minutes and then remove the saucepan to the side of the fire and let the rice soak and swell for about twenty minutes after a little time you can put a cloth on the top of the saucepan to absorb the steam similar to the way you treat potatoes after having strained off the water in boiling rice we must remember that there are two ways in which rice is served one is as a meal in itself the other as an accompaniment to some other kind of food it will be found in italy and turkey and in the east generally where rice forms so to speak the staff of life that it is not cooked so soft and tender as it is in england where it is generally served with something else in fact each grain of rice may be said to resemble an irish potato inasmuch as it has a heart in it in ireland potatoes as a rule are not cooked so much as they are in most parts of england probably the reason of this is in most cases that experience has taught people that there is more stay in rice and potatoes when served in a state that english people would call underdone there is no doubt that the waste throughout the length and breadth of this prosperous land through overcooking is something appalling another very good method of boiling rice is the american style take a good-sized stewpan or saucepan that has a tight-fitting lid put a cloth over the saucepan after first pouring in say a pint of water push down the cloth keeping it tight so as to make a well but do not let the cloth reach the water wash the rice as before and put on the lid tight of course with the cloth the lid will fit very tight indeed now put the saucepan on the fire and make the water boil continuously by these means you steam the rice till it is tender and lose none of the nourishment we can always learn from america Risotto a la Milanese. Take a teacupful of rice, wash it thoroughly, and dry it. Chop up a small onion and put it in the bottom of a small stew pan, and fry the onion to a light brown color. Now add the dry rice, and stir this up with the onion and butter, till the rice also is fried of a nice light brown color. Now add two breakfast cupfuls of stock or water, and a pinch of powdered saffron about sufficient to cover a threepenny piece let the rice boil for ten or eleven minutes move the saucepan to the side of the fire and let it stand for twenty minutes or half an hour till it has absorbed all the stock or water now mix in a couple of tablespoons of grated parmesan cheese flavor with a little pepper and salt and serve the whole very hot rice with cabbage and cheese wash some rice and let it soak in some hot water with the cabbage sliced up for about an hour then strain it off and put the rice and cabbage in a stewpan with some butter a little pepper and salt and about a quarter of a grated nutmeg toss these about in the butter for ten minutes or a quarter of an hour over the fire but do not let them turn colour then add a small quantity of water or stock let it stew till it is tender and then serve it very hot with some grated cheese sprinkled over the top n b the end of cheese rind can be utilized with this dish rice with cheese wash some rice and then boil it for ten or eleven minutes in some milk and let it stand till it has soaked up all the milk the proportion generally is as we have said before a teacupful of rice to two breakfast cupfuls of milk but as we shall want the rice rather moist on the present occasion we must allow a little more milk now mix in some grated cheese and a little pepper and salt place the mixture in a pie-dish and cover the top with grated cheese and place the pie-dish in the oven and bake till the top is nicely browned and then serve some cooks add a good spoonful of made mustard to the mixture some persons prefer it and some don't it is therefore best to serve some made mustard with the rice and cheese at table unless the mixture was fairly moist before it was put in the pie-dish it would dry up in the oven and become uneatable. Rice Curried Boil a teacupful of well-washed rice in two breakfast cupfuls of water, and let the rice absorb all the water. Put a cloth in the saucepan and stir up the rice occasionally, with a fork, till the grains become dry, and separate easily the one from the other. Now mix it up with some curry sauce, make the whole hot, and send it to the table with a few whole bay leaves mixed in with the rice. Only sufficient curry sauce should be added to moisten the rice. It must not be rice swimming in gravy, or you can make a well in the middle of the boiled rice and pour the curry sauce into this. Rice borders. Casseroles. Casseroles or rice borders form a very handsome dish. It consists of a large border made of rice, the outside of which can be ornamented and the centre of which can be filled with a Maceduan, i.e., i e a mixture of fruit or vegetables as you are probably aware grocers have in their shop windows small tins with copper labels on which the word is printed macedwan this tin contains a mixture of cut-up cooked vegetables these are very useful to have in the house as a nice dish can be served at a few moments notice mixed fruits are also sold in bottles under the name of macedoine of fruits of course both vegetables and fruit can be prepared at home much cheaper from fresh fruit and vegetables but this requires time and forethought these mixtures are very much improved in appearance when served in a handsomely made rice border and as the border is eaten with the vegetables and fruit there is no want of economy in the recipe suppose we are going to make a rice border take a pound of rice and wash it carefully if we are going to fill it with fruit we must boil it in sweetened milk but if we are going to fill it with vegetables we must boil it in vegetable stock or water add as the case may be sufficient liquid to boil the rice till it is thoroughly tender and soft now place it in a large bowl and with a wooden spoon mash it till it becomes a sort of firm compact paste then take it out and roll it into the shape of a cannonball and having done this flatten it till it becomes of the shape of the cheeses one meets with in holland flat top and bottom with rounded edges you can now ornament the outside by making it resemble a fluted mould of jelly the best way of doing this is to cut a carrot in half and scoop out part of the inside with the cheese scoop so that the width of the part where it is scooped is about the same as the two flat sides make the outside of the rice perfectly smooth with the back of a wooden spoon butter the carrot mould to prevent its sticking and press this gently on the outside of the shape of rice till it resembles the outside of a column in gothic architecture then place it in the oven and let it bake till it is firm and dry then scoop out the centre and put it back for a short time if the border is going to be used for a macedoine of vegetables beat up a yolk of egg and paint the outside of the casserole with this and then it will bake a nice golden brown color. Now take it out of the oven and fill it accordingly. It can be served hot or cold, or it can be filled with a German salad. See of fruit, of vegetables, salad, German. Rice croquettes, savory. Boil a teacupful of rice in some stock or water, about two breakfast cupfuls, till it is tender and until the rice has absorbed all the water or stock chop up a small onion very fine fry it till tender in a very little butter but do not let it brown add a small teaspoonful of mixed savoury herbs a brimming teaspoonful of chopped parsley to the contents of the frying pan for two or three minutes and then add them to the rice mix it well together and let the rice dry in the oven till the mixture is capable of being rolled into balls now take two eggs separate the yolk from the white of one beat up the whole egg and one white thoroughly in a basin but do not beat it to a froth add the rice mixture to this mix it again very thoroughly and then roll it into balls about the size of a small walnut seasoning the mixture with sufficient pepper and salt roll these balls in flour in order to ensure the outside being dry and roll them backwards and forwards on the sieve in order to get rid of the superfluous flour make some very fine bread crumbs from some stale bread. Next, beat up the yolk of egg with about a dessert spoonful of warm water. Dip the rice balls into this, and then cover them with the breadcrumbs. Let them stand for an hour or two for the breadcrumbs to get dry, and then fry them a light golden brown color in a little oil. Fried parsley can be served with them. Instead of breadcrumbs, you can use up broken vermicelli. The bottom of a jar of vermicelli can sometimes be utilized this way. This has a very pretty appearance. The vermicelli browns quickly, and the croquettes have the appearance of little balls covered in brown network. Rice Savory There are several ways of serving savory rice. The rice can be boiled in some stock, strongly flavored with onion and celery, and when cooked sufficiently tender, one or two eggs can be beaten up with it, pepper and salt added, and the mixture served with grated cheese rice can also be rendered savory by the addition of chopped mushrooms pepper and salt and a little butter and if a tin of mushrooms is used the liquor in the tin should be added to the boiled rice but in every case the rice should be made to absorb the liquor in which it is boiled eggs can again be added as well as grated parmesan cheese a cheap and quick way of making rice savory is to mix it with a large tablespoonful of chutney, make it hot with a little butter, and add pepper, cayenne if preferred, with a little lemon juice. Rice can also be served as savory by boiling it in any of the sauces that may be termed savory in distinction to those that are sweet, given in the chapter entitled Sauces. Rice and Eggs Boil, say, half a pound of rice, and let it absorb the water in which it is boiled take four hard-boiled eggs separate the yolks from the whites chop the whites very fine and add them to the rice with about a brimming teaspoonful of chopped blanched parsley and sufficient savory herbs to cover a sixpence put this in the saucepan and make it hot with a little butter and flavour with plenty of pepper and salt in the meantime beat the yellow hard-boiled yolks to a yellow powder turn out the rice mixture when thoroughly hot into a vegetable dish and put the yellow powder either in the center or make a ring of the yellow powder round the edge of the rice and serve a little pile of fried parsley in the middle rice and tomato take half a dozen ripe tomatoes squeeze out the pips and put them in a tin in the oven with a little butter to bake baste them occasionally with a little butter in the meantime boil half a pound of rice in a little stock or water only adding sufficient so that the rice can absorb the liquid when this is done and this will take about the same time as the tomatoes take to bake pour all the liquid and butter in the tin onto the rice and stir it well up with some pepper and salt put this on a dish and serve the tomatoes on the rice with the red unbroken side uppermost End of section 9